Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Yeah, yeah, we're recording. Damn. Okay. Testing. <laughs> Two Planker Podcast. This is the Mammoth Recap. We're recording this immediately after David's because the vibe was right. I feel like there's some explaining to do, okay? This wasn't well, you know, this wasn't well documented. There was no lead up to this. One day we're at Mammoth with no explanation. So there needs to be some explanation, and I kind of need Ryan's help for it. Whew. And Ryan is, well, so ho- I hope he is in a state to help me explain things right now. So we're at Mount Hood. We're having a wonderful time. Everyone that listens to the podcast knows all, all about Mount Hood. And then Nico says, hey, I'm going to Mammoth in July. And, uh, and basically that just planted the seed. Ryan, is that more or less what happened? I believe so. We were definitely at a hood. And just I remember people talking about Mammoth. And yeah. I think some of us were just like, yo, like first or second week of July? Like who, what, like what dates work? Yeah. And yeah, I think that, yeah. That it's just it. an environment where it's like, we never want this party to end, and the <laughs> environment is still that way. Um, camp was just too good at Hood. Camp was too good. You look around after going to Illumination on a Tuesday, and you're like, oh, does anyone here have a job? Ra- ra- <laughs> raise your hand if you're employed, and there's no hands raised. And uh, so when you're unemployed, perpetually unemployed, or seasonally employed, or retired, co- or you have contracts, <laughs> or you know... However, however, or you forage, urban foraging, foraging, as we might explore in this episode, Um, you just decide when you have a summer off, you kind of just decide, hey, let's uh, do this exact same thing three weeks from now. And, uh, oh God, this story is actually kind of long. So basically, we were at Mammoth. Nico said, hey, I'm going to, I'm going to, or excuse me, we're at Hood. Nico said, I'm going to Mammoth. I agreed to go. Ryan agreed to go. Annabelle agreed to go. And then Jake Dubay, that little bastard, we texted him. He said, I'll be there. Did not show up. That's, that's a two-peat for Jake. Yeah, it's a two-peat for Jake. Jake the Flake. That nickname will stand on the podcast until he shows up somewhere that he says he's going to be. But talk that to him today. in the state of Washington. Yeah. He's, yeah. We, we love him still, but he's a flake. Love you, Jake. So that so we make our plans to go out to Mammoth. I buy the van exclusively like not this isn't the only trip I'm gonna use it for, but I needed it for this trip, so hence the rush uh that that transpired with it and uh everything worked out great with the van, drove it out to Reno, flew down to work in San Diego, flew back to Reno, drove here, and then we arrive here, and who was here? We show up to we show up to arguably the worst campsite I've ever seen in the woods, and there's Nico, Matt, Matt Donahue, um Steven Siska. John, 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 the snowboard homie. Steven's been here longer than any of these. Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Steve, I'm weathered. Yeah, Steven. Weathered. Look at my fucking feet. So let's stand by. <laughs> we'll stand by on Steven, basically. So I fly to Reno, and then, and then Ryan's like, "Yo, I'm driving through Reno." So we meet up. We buy all our food that we think is gonna last us a while. Didn't last us any time at all. We bought like a hundred beers that lasted five pounds of burger meat. Lasted five two pounds days, of burger meat. A hundred beers that lasted 
no time no, at all. No <laughs> time days. at all. Yeah. yeah, that lasted a few days. And uh, then me and Ryan convoyed down to uh, Mammoth, where we met up with everyone who's been here since Hood, basically. And uh, is that a good enough explanation? I don't know. Dude, sound wait, off in this. Quickly talk about the, the yeah. amount of warm beer that you guys have been drinking. Oh my oh god. My yeah, we could talk about that. Strictly warm beer. Yeah, so in in Reno, we stopped by the gro- we stopped by the grocery store and picked up like a hundred course banquets because that's all we drink at camp. Yep. And uh, we just been polishing them off left left and right. Ryan is the only one with a refrigeration unit. I haven't <laughs> I, I haven't seen a single person buy ice at all. And there, it's been a fucking heat wave here oh too. Oh my god. Yeah, the, hot, the hottest <laughs> yeah, five it, days ever yeah, fucking recorded. Yeah, the hottest five days ever recorded on Earth in recordable history have happened while we've been here. And we're also only a few miles away from the hottest place on Earth. Yeah. Funny enough. Yeah. 130 yeah. degrees in Death Valley. Yeah, I just got a cooler. So I don't think a single beer made it into my fridge either. Yeah, no, so we've been drinking all these warm fools, beers. These fools, I don't know, maybe like day four or five, pull up to the homies' pool party. And I realize that every time that they've handed me a beer... It's been like aggressively warm. <laughs> yes, just nonstop, just warm beer all day. No cold beers at camp. Yeah, no cold beers. So okay, okay. So just to continue to lay out the picture, the people that are are occasionally employed, they were at Hood and they're like, "Hey, I'm gonna go home and work for a little bit, and then I'm gonna go to Mammoth." And everyone that is perpetually unemployed was like, "Oh, great! Uh, this whole this whole Hood thing's ending. I'm gonna go straight to Mammoth." Um. And one of those people is Steven Sissa, sitting right next to me. So, Steven, talk about how uh, you've been at Mammoth for two months now. Yeah, it's been pretty, pretty fucking crazy. I stayed in Hood for all of May. And then once May ended, I had a drive down. We went down the coast. My mom came down and then pulled up to, to Mammoth. And there was so much more fucking snow than you can ever imagine. We're talking like 15, 20 feet higher than it is right now. And over the course of these past, like, two months, month and a half, I've seen it go from, you know, rails being buried. Like, there's a classic deck rail, which is just posted in the ground. That was fully buried, and now that run's not even rideable anymore. So it's it's been pretty crazy. But yeah. it has changed. No, I think that's beautifully put. Like, I mean, Steven's literally been in the woods for three months. <laughs> like, for three months straight. Yeah. He's not even American. He's not even American. <laughs> this is a Canadian we're talking to. Um, dude, how do you even paint the picture? Where do we even begin? We showed up on July 3rd. Yeah. July 4th was dope. Our first day of skiing was the 4th of July, and every single person that's ever touched a snowboard in Los Angeles was here. It was packed. Well, yeah, it was packed, and my first impression was, oh my god, this month is going to suck. <laughs> because we had to park so far down the road. Anyone that knows Mammoth, what, what, where do we park... F and N, or no, it was doesn't even does it go to no, it was a number. No, it was lot four. Yeah, it was lot four. It was a number. So if you're familiar with Mammoth, we parked at lot four because every other spot was full up to the mountain, Um, packed. But who did we see that day? We saw a ton of people. Keegan, oh yeah, Cam Riley, Meeks, Um, Tanner was there, Branch was there. Tom, Tom, no, Tom wasn't there. Wallace showed up like a week later. Wallace and Jossie pulled up a week later. No way. Well, I didn't see Jossie. No, no, no. No, we weren't here for Jossie. Oh, yeah, Am I mixing up? Yeah. Oh, you're right, you're right, you're right. He was here twice. Yeah. Yeah, basically, first day was nuts, man. We showed up on the 4th of July, pretty much. Yeah, park was sweet. Park was sweet. Park is like... We showed up on the... 
and Steven can probably corroborate this, and David for sure. We showed up at the end of the good stuff, me and Ryan. For sure. Like, we showed up the last day where Maine was running from from the top of the chairlift to the bottom, and then the next day, it was like, oh, that's just gone. That's yeah. just gone. They yeah. took out every rail, and they took out even one of the jumps. Yep. And, uh, yeah, so, it was, I mean, it was, it was firing, man. <laughs> and we showed up like some spry young chickens, ready to film ready to make content, ready to ski every day. I was, I mean, we were all, you said it first whenever we got here, I'm so hyped to camp, not just ski. Yeah, like I told Ryan all the way down, like I was significantly more excited to camp than I was to (laughs) ski in 80 degree weather. It was just cool to have that same crew from Hood. Like for the most part, the core people coming, I mean, there's definitely a few missing for sure. Yeah. Oh, I mean, believe me, there's tons of people that I wish were here. Yeah. Uh, But there's also so many great people that I never expected to meet. Like there's... Wherever you go, there's great people. It was just cool because it wasn't that. It didn't feel that long from hood to here, at all. No, and there was oh. a lot. There was a lot of work done in those three weeks. Yeah, and this um, is definitely the longest time I've spent in Mammoth, and it's yeah. cool to see. Yeah, like the different, like spending a lot of time at Hood, and then the same amount of time now at Mammoth. Well, this is beautiful because you and mentioned good and bad. You briefly mentioned that word, the difference, the yeah. difference between Hood and Mammoth, yeah. and uh, Pat, shout out Wumboskis, he wanted me to go over the differences between Mammoth and Mount Hood. Well, I think we got the freaking... And and, then... Here you go, Pat. It could not be more different. (laughs) It it is like night and day. Skiing at Mount Hood and then skiing here. There have been several times where we've been chilling in a hot tub, chilling in a pool, living luxuriously somewhere. Grocery store a couple miles away. And I I go talking fine steak. (laughs) steak. We're talking tuna. We're talking ahi. We're talking... Yeah. Like Mount Hood is... uh, it's basically from the basement to the penthouse, I would say. Like, Mount Hood, yeah. you're really roughing it. The town has, like, almost nothing going on. The setup, though, I want to say is sicker. Having, like, you just have way more features. Yeah. I mean, I mean, Hood, I know I know early Mammoth is dope. Yeah. I've been here. Yeah. I know that. It's just less snow, but, like, smaller park Spring for sure. Also, yeah, yeah. Spring yeah. Park is just lit. I'd say the main, uh, the, like, if we're doing, like, pros and cons, the, the major, 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 major pro of... Mount Hood is the fact that there's so many randos there. There's way it's the more migration. People. The migration. It's the migration. Of it. Yeah, yeah. You miss out on a lot of the randos here. Like the me- the majority of the people we're meeting here like are com- from Los Angeles. Yeah, you're coming. When you come up here, it's either you're on vacation or you're core enough that you're like, oh, mammoth. You know, mammoth is yeah. dope. Yeah. Very little in between. I, I yeah. Yeah. Very little in between. Like the camp. Camp is much smaller, and there's not as many people. Where you're looking across the campfire, you're like, yo, we've been living together for a week, and I have not said a word to that person. <laughs> you know, because it's such a small group that everyone's just talking the whole time. Yeah. Um. So a lot less people, but you could ride a whole mountain. Yes. There's multiple bars to go to. Yes. The there's, town. The town aspect of Mammoth, like, makes it much yeah, better. It's, yeah. It's rowdy. It's right. I think that's yeah. us, though. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There's there's many pools you can. There are poach. possibilities, yeah, but we definitely community pools. Some may say community games. pools. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, geez. Let's talk about one of the community pools that we've been poaching <laughs> that we no longer poach. Uh, we'll David, take it. it away. We'll use it next year. <laughs> uh, yo, the homie James had a pool party like early on with the crew being in town, and it was super fun. Thank and, you, James. Uh, yeah, shout out James. Thank you very much. And. This crew, like, <laughs> James James and I just were kicking it. He was like, yo, that whole crew was just, like, hanging out in my pool the other day. <laughs> and, then, and then I, like, m- mentioned it to Ethan. I was like, yo, like, James is mellow. Like, if you just ask him to use the pool, like, I think he'll be received better. And 
And then supposedly he asked him, James was like, oh, yeah, sure. How many of you guys? Oh, two, three. Came through like 10 to 15 heads deep <laughs> again. <laughs> yes. Um, we are camp. Yeah, I'd say our camp. I think the defining the defining statement of our camp right now is give us an inch, we'll take a mile. Well, it, it definitely it definitely helps out that we got the van yeah. now, dude. Yeah. yeah, and you can run in a pack of nine in one pe- in yeah, one yeah. one vehicle. Yeah, it's having a like clown car coming out of that thing, man. <laughs> like, right like in the village, you guys just spill out like a fucking Mary yeah. Poppins bag. The first time, like one of the first times we like really pulled up on the snowboard crew. They had a packed car, and they were, like, cheering, like, oh, we got more people, and then we opened the van door, and we yeah. were like, nope. Oh, are we talking about kickball right now? <laughs> no. oh, yeah. We'll talk about kickball in a moment. So, basically, there's one, there's as opposed to Hood, if we're t- still harping on the differences, yeah, yeah. shout yep. out Pat. Yep. Um, Hood, there are many, many crews of many different disciplines and many yeah. different skill levels. And Mammoth, there's one crew and one crew only, and that's our crew. And uh, <laughs> that is true. And that's it. That's pretty much it. Like if you're skiing here, true. we will kidnap you and bring you to camp. <laughs> yeah. Like we pulled up a Monty. That's what and we said, did to Elias too. Yeah, that's what we did to Monty. That's what we did to Elias. John. John, even though John was there before me, but you yeah, can speak like to John's mob. sister. <laughs> We're the mob. It's basically like yeah. if you want protection, you're gonna roll with us. <laughs> And uh, no, even though we're not, we're not a violent crew. Maybe some of our members, but nah, we're peaceful. We so, but on the snowboarding, on the snowboarding side of things, there's only one snowboarding crew. So we've been hanging out with them, and it's been fun playing some games against them. And uh, manipulative cult leaders that you just somehow brought the snowboarding crew into. Like now, like yeah. And to finish that story, like we now it's just one crew. Like now we've adopted the snowboarders, and we're camping here. Yeah. Tonight, but to tell a little story, so we were on the. Well, we went down. Did we meet snowboarding? We went. Crew? To, we met the snowboarding crew. We saw them on the hill, and then we went up to bowling. They had lanes. Oh, yes. They had lanes yep. eleven and twelve. We had lanes nine and ten, and yep. then we just hit it off. We just immediately hit it off. There was some crazy messaging going back and forth. Yeah, there was a ch- there was a chat feature between the lanes. God damn. <laughs> it got gross. There were some vile chats <laughs> sent in there. And then we were like, oh, these guys are pretty cool. So they nominated a leader. I got his number. And then all of a sudden we're texting Luke every day. And we see them on the hill. And it's like, yo, let's have like a showdown of sorts. <laughs> and a mammoth tradition, David could speak to it. We played some slush ball. We're like, yo, kickball at Shady Rest. Is that that's what it's yes, called? Yeah. Shady Rest. We'll play some kickball. Snowboarders for skiers. You have to have a beer in your hand. And uh, we showed up. And uh, just to portray the <laughs> skier versus snowboarder gender split. I wish we had videos of this. Yeah, we had a we had uh, we had like a dozen people in our crew. One of them's a woman. I'd say that the snowboarding crew is 50-50 split. And uh, they have us with that. Snowboarder crew's got the ratio. Shirtbags. <laughs> Snowboarder's crew yeah. got the ratio for sure, but we got the power, man. <laughs> and when uh, so we flipped the we flipped the coin. They got tails. They. They kicked first, and they got five runs in the first top of the first inning. I was kind of, I was kind of, I was a little nervous, and I thought to myself, "Damn, you know what? Snowboarders are cooler than us. They got more girls, and uh, we came out and scored 16 points at the bottom of the first. <laughs> and after that, it was nothing but utter domination. We, I think, it, we had everybody off the bench, basically standing around home plate for the whole inning. Yeah, we we had. Uh, I think every point was an inside of the park home run. <laughs> they could not catch a thing. We were also playing with a volleyball. And you had to have beer in hand. Yeah, yeah. That was, yeah. That was freaking strict rule. By the time the volleyball popped, I think the score was like 26 to 5. Third inning. Third inning. Something in the third inning. 
Yeah, there was it was a brutal defeat yeah. for the snowboarders. Yeah. Truly an embarrassing performance. <laughs> and Matt back was off the fence. Too. Yeah, we're just the yeah. skiers were. It yeah. was nuts. It was really nuts. We brought a lot of energy, and I was kind of worried that we were all gonna fucking die out too early because we were talking about seven innings. But yeah, we wanted to play seven innings. We made it three before we were like, thank God that we ball got just through blocked. the first two, and we were like, let's put a hundred on them. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Literally, we were talking about, like, okay, we'll stop at 100. And then, uh, do we even want to tell the... No, third inning, they really picked it up. The bo- the volleyball was honestly hard as shit to catch with one hand. Yeah, yeah. And especially when it got kind of fucked up. Oh, but we got to talk about our double plays. Oh, our double plays. Oh, my God. We're talking about... We're, do- <laughs> we're talking about they're going into the second inning. They get one point. The next play, we get a double play and fucking knock them out. Yeah, it yeah. was sick. Like, it was, it was sick. ridiculous. It yeah. was sick. We were dialed. We're just camp. And, our, and I'm going to be honest. We are camp. <laughs> I will be completely honest. We, we camp. Our camp does not have the best relationship with the local population. I'll say that. No, that was... I, for, I, can, conf, I can confidently say that the locals would prefer that we're not here. I can only count on, I can only count on one hand the amount of times that I've been like, Worried for so like that I'm associating myself. With <laughs> <laughs> yes, David's our David's our local in-house right now. Uh, we're at the we're so we're at the kickball field playing a local favorite game of of slush ball. Ball popped and uh, ball popped. So we're just sitting around and say, hey, we'll crack a few beers on the sidelines. Why not? You know, you we know? just we just met these people. We kind of you know hurt their feelings. Yeah, we're getting to know them a little bit, and then uh, and then the um, trout, and then you know. We're like, hey, a couple of people are congregating around this field right now. Yeah. And then somebody very official looking comes over and uh, right off the bat. Ranger Rick. Right off the bat fucking hates us. <laughs> Ranger Rick. Yeah, he was just like. He was you not were... a ranger. He was he was an umpire, apparently. He was, he was an umpire. He, he said, um, you ruined our lines for the game. The chalk lines. The chalk lines for the game. You knew that there was a game somehow. And you intentionally ruined the lines. We just played kickball at a and, public park. And it's like, leave now. And, uh. So when you have 30 drunk people and then one asshole, <laughs> it went the way you thought it did. And we, it was, we left and cleaned up all, every single ounce yep, of trash. Yep, yep. But, um, that was probably the ugliest moment of the past two weeks. Yeah, it, was it was just, just like, a, it was just a bad encounter. The dude was just way too pissed off. Yeah. There was like some of the soft, it was softball. Some of the softball players got involved a little bit. Well, one of our we, members like, was pushed. We kinda, yeah. yeah. We kind of, there was some pushing, but. I feel like we got out of there good. We got out of there clean. Yeah. We represented well. There was but a lot then, of shit but talking then, though. But then there another, was a lot of shit talking. Another about. umpire came over who was younger, maybe a year or two older yeah, than so us. Yeah, so we're leaving. Yeah, so we're leaving and we're all packed into the van. Yeah. And then like this, this other official looking guy, much younger, comes up. We roll out in the window and the zump's like, dude, I have no clue what's wrong with that other guy. But like, <laughs> it, like you're fine. <laughs> and then we're pulling out and, and the this other guy's, guy's taking, like, writing down our license yeah, plate numbers. Yep, yep. All this other crap. He was, he was just mad about your the amount of spilled beer played during trout. He was just mad yeah. that we were having. He was mad we were having a great time, and he was probably making twenty five bucks to umpire a softball game. Twenty five <laughs> bucks a game. That's low. I'm slow. Also, that field is like tucked away into the corner of shady. Like, no, and no d- one wants to watch. There was there was children's there was children's here. summer camps on all the other yeah. fields like. We yeah. I feel like we were more respectful until we got heated, and then you yeah. we have a twan. Yeah, we have a twan. Oh boy, do we have a twan. Escalating a situation. Yeah, talk yeah. about escalating a situation. Uh, should I. Should we talk about Twan's chalk maneuver? 
Perhaps. Perhaps. Why not? So this guy comes up and says, hey, you ruined our chalk lines. Leave. They and weren't then, that bad. They it, weren't that bad. They were not that bad. They definitely were touched. And reaction is, oh, you think that's bad. Well, wait until I walk from the home base, from home base to third base, ruining the line, <laughs> intentionally ruining the line. And then that was when he was, that's when one of the players came out and was like, fuck you, basically. He was probably one of the only players around. It's not like there was a lot of people around. The game wasn't for a while. Yeah. Like, there was definitely time to, you know, walk a chalk box down the, the thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyways, that's beside the point. Yeah. That was just one little encounter with the local population. I'm sure more we'll talk about more. So the day-to-day life. Let's talk about the day-to-day life for here versus Hood. What do we do here? We wake up very similar Did to we Hood. Up early? We no, okay. No, no. This is actually important to note. Mammoth is open from 7:30 yep. to noon every day. Yep. Early days. Yeah. So I wake up most mornings to Ryan tapping on my van. We load seven seven fifteen seven fifteen. We load up the skis. We load up the grill. We load up the burgers. We load up the spare people. We load up the water. People who don't have a function. Yeah. <laughs> we and we go to mill lot. <laughs> and we go, and then we go to the mill lot. And anybody that knows Mammoth knows the mill lot. We go there. We hang out. We cook breakfast for about an hour. And by eight o'clock, it is unbearably hot. Yeah. Like it is so hot <laughs> that you're in shorts. You're in shorts, flip flops, and no yeah. shirt, and you're getting, and you're just but eating. But like breakfast. a sun hat, because the sun's hot. Yeah, the sun's hot. Yeah, <laughs> fucking hot. She's hot. <laughs> She's hot. And uh, so then you take the bus to the hill. Oh well, at the first couple of days we were able to take the mill, the mill chair up still. Yep. But then we eventually had to take the bus. Yeah, no, I just that, that ends up. That, that ends, I just let my it mouth go out is of my so head. dry, dude. Yeah. So. Then you go up to the hill for a bit, and uh, it's just—it's honestly just like just like Hood in the way that's like, damn, I traveled across this massive, massive country to ride one run, over and 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 over again with your friends. And so the first, yeah, and so you just you know you do whatever you you get some clips, you learn some new tricks, play some games of slush, try out different cameras, you know, ride the lift with Tanner. You, uh, what else, what else do people do on the hill? Try to flirt with girls. Oh, you know. slush lands. Let's talk about slush that incident. Land. Yes. Oh, Holy cow. Oh, hey, hey let's, no, this is great. This is great. And at the end of the day, after riding all Matt day. Lorelli. Yeah. Matt yeah. Lorelli. Yeah. At the end of the day, after doing whatever you want in the park, everyone says, hey, let's go to the top of the, let's go to the top of the mountain, which is still open, and we'll have a slush lanch. That was the first day. That no. was the first the first few days. We got a little yeah. bit lazy with it. Yeah. But basically, everyone slides down the hill at the same time, and you cause a avalanche of slush. It's a great time. You lose some control. It's like 99% safe. It's like yeah. 99% yeah. safe. Yeah. It's also a mammoth tradition. It's mostly just you hitting your friend. That's what hurts. Yeah. yeah. You're not going to actually get injured. You're not going to get like submersed. It's like the typical avalanche dangers are not really... Uh, considered when it comes to slush exactly at least, take, at least in this context yeah. yeah so you take a video of it you post it on tiktok you post it on instagram and a few days later you're sitting around the fire <laughs> powder and, magazine and if we're keeping it a buck some loser that has nothing else to write about writes some it was a bad article it was a pretty uh, bad article it was a bad article he just writes his okay. Two planker unofficial networks. Beef. Yeah. Okay. Basically, basically, if you spend your whole career writing for unofficial networks and then go to Powder, you're writing unofficial networks level coverage 
of the <laughs> ski community. Do you think it was satirical? No, I, it was not satirical I, I, in any I way, shape, or form. Was, but I don't think it is. Dude, this article was so bad. Basically, Matt Lorelli of Powder Magazine, <laughs> shout out to him, he writes uh, just the, the exact content you would expect out of someone that cares that you're doing a slush lunch. And uh, let me pull up the exact article. Powder, slush a lanch. Slush a lanch. Okay, yeah. He, thank you, Ryan. So we do our slush a lanch a few days. Again, mammoth tradition. Again. I think it was Big Air Aaron's. Yeah. Uh, TikTok. Then we see this article by Matt Lorelli. <laughs> yeah. By Matt Lorelli, July 10th, 2023. Watch irresponsible skiers create avalanche at still open ski resort. Uh, do I read this article? I'm just going to read this article for the audience. <laughs> Why not? Let's go. Because it's short and poorly written. <laughs> Mammoth Mountain, California is still open for skiing and riding thanks to an abundance of snow this winter. The video below shows skiers and snowboarders starting what's referred to as a slush avalanche on the slopes of Mammoth this past week. A slush avalanche is created when a group of skiers descend a slope. At the same time, when the snow is wet and slushy, with enough force, the entire slope will start to slide. Check it out! And then there's a video attached. Big uh, Aaron. Big Aaron. Shout out Big Aaron. The entire slope will start to slide, bro. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we're not done with, the, we're not done with this article yet. We're not done with this article yet. While participating in a group slush lunch certainly looks fun, it's undeniably dangerous and irresponsible. Not only are these skiers putting themselves at risk for injury, they're willingly endangering others that may be skiing or riding in the area. <laughs> in the area. Area. <laughs> it doesn't appear that the slush lanch got too large, but there's still plenty of snow up there off chair 23 for thing to get out of hand. <laughs> Good editing. Good editing, pal. On top of the on top of the already stated risks and dangers, these skiers are wasting Mother Nature's precious <laughs> Mother Nature's gracious snowpack at Mammoth. The biggest snowfall in yeah, history. Yeah. Rather than just Wasti we're wasting it. Yeah, rather than just skiing it like everyone else, these skiers easily cleared off a solid six plus inches of snowpack with their stunt. <laughs> Mammoth is planning to remain open through the end of July, but man-made slush lanches certainly don't help to preserve the ever dwindling snowpack in the middle of summer. Check out a different angle of the slush lanche below. Uh, it was the uphill angle. It was really angle. sick, honestly. It was actually really I sick. saved it. I yeah. saved it. <laughs> honestly, that's how I found and the to videos. to close it all out. That's how I found the to videos. To close it all out, Matt gets a little, takes a little creative, creative interpretation of the situation. Pro tip for all you young hooligans out there. <laughs> don't create a slush lanche, okay? Please, for the love of candy, <laughs> please just don't do it. Your local ski patrol, trail maintenance crews, and fellow skiers will be grateful to say tapped into all things California. Check out blah, blah, blah. Dedicated to skiing and snowboarding news within the state of California. Don't miss another headline from Powder. Subscribe to our newsletter. Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Loser. Loser. That's all I got to say, man. Absolutely. It's got to be satirical, especially with an ending like that. How is it no, not? No, like, like if you, you, if you wrote that article. He's got me if he is, dude. No, if, you that is, that, if you wrote that article in a serious manner... You are an utter loser. That is just the <laughs> dumbest. <laughs> if it's just satirical, on, he got bro. me. Like, what is he doing, dude? What are you doing writing an article like that? He, not, not he is literally he's literally complaining about. But his six bio, his bio on Powder Magazine says anything. That has to oh, do with yeah, skiing yeah. and fun. Article. Yeah, 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 I'll yeah, lock your phone again. Trending news. Yeah, yeah. Yo, I like how everyone, yo, we all got pissed. At, we, okay, so we pull up at the hill the next day. Everyone's like, 
yo, fuck, this Matt Lorelli guy. <laughs> and then someone just kind of like drops like quietly on the lift. They're like, Saul Wallace follows him. And all of us were kind of like, I shit, think- yeah, I saw that too. <laughs> we're like mad bummed about it. We're like, oh, fuck. Wallace, we kind of has enough respect to follow him. Like, shit. It's just, uh, God, you gotta be such a loser to like write that article or read that article and agree with it. It's yeah. just like, come on, oh. dude. And yes. the fucking the audacity of saying that it's irresponsible and they're calling us kooks and whatnot. This has been going on in Mammoth for decades. This is something that we're seeing in videos that are fucking <laughs> over twenty years old. Step from two thousand nine had a slush lens at Mammoth. It almost looked like the same exact spot. Same exact spot. It's a and tradition. These are some of the best pros. It's in a the tradition. World. It's a tradition. Like at least research the culture you're gonna talk about. And I don't mean to. We don't. I don't mean to dunk on Matt so hard. He's no, clearly like no. the the state of ski journalism at this point yeah. is we're just gonna write a clickbait headline that yeah. gets like yeah. losers. That's, that Jared. was my take on it. Like so that's if it's powder, satirical. He got me. That's what powder has devolved <laughs> oh, <yeah>. into. <laughs> it's just like everything is unofficial networks at this point, pretty much. Um, but goddamn, was that hilarious seeing that article? <laughs> we're just all sitting around camp. And, uh, yeah, that was that. So that's two for two in terms of locals not liking us. Yeah. Do we have something positive to share? Well, let's see. Okay, after skiing. Okay, so that's what you do on the hill. And then they write about it. Skiing is fun. Skiing's been dope. The skiing's great. The conditions are incredible. You're looking around just, like, honestly, like, you... Uh, on, every on-the-chairlift conversation is basically, multiple like, can, chairs, you, be- like, can mul- you believe we're here right now? Yeah, multiple chairs, yeah. gondola, no... Haven't had a crazy line whatsoever. No, no, no. Everything definitely smaller lines than hood. Beautiful, wonderful. At least this time of the year. Great skiing. Like you look back on this, and you're like, damn, I was skiing in July in 2023. That's awesome. High up in the mountains, beautiful. Yeah. And then at the end of the day, very, very similar to Mount Hood. You get back to your car. Lot. Lot lizard time. <laughs> lot lizards. Lot lizard. Yep. And uh, you just hang out and you dry off all your clothes. You cook some burgers. Yep. You just hang out in the sun with your friends. Yeah. And. Before the snow really started to melt, there was actually a couple other crews hanging about that you would, you know, send a representative from each island to go over. Yeah. And uh, it was great. And then you go- and then the best part about Mammoth, I I think, is this, the variety of swimming options. Every day, it's like, okay, what body of water are we going into? Yeah. And yep. uh, You can pick your temperatures. You can pick your temperatures. So, <laughs> so on one spectrum of it is all the is all the snow melt. You could go into something that is absolutely, utterly freezing cold, like like ankles, like you're wondering why your toes are still on. Yeah, like you step into the water and your bones are cold. And then David, a local, will send out a message to the group chat that we made and be like, "Hey, anyone will swim in freezing cold water that hurts." And no yeah, one I say it exactly like that. And <laughs> David, <laughs> David, David, how do you phrase it? Yo, anyone trying to jump in a Lake later, I don't know. No, <laughs> no, no, no. It's no. not like that. No, know. no, no. David said the other day verbatim, does anyone want to swim in a really, really cold body of water? I think I added one more really. But nobody <laughs> There was a cliff jump there, man. Like I was I was definitely kinda selling it. Uh okay, so there's no, that option. The ice melt is real though. Yeah, the ice melt's yeah. real. Like there's campsites that are utterly flooded. Um cold yeah, springs. The streams are freaking moving. Yeah. Cold springs, hot springs, uh Lakes, high alpine lakes, community pools, community, community pools. <laughs> yes, yes. So let's talk about community pools for a moment. Yeah. So if somebody has a pool party, just be kind enough to ask them if you could use that same pool that you've now learned how to get into <laughs> afterwards. But, but in all fairness, if you're paying to use the pool, I can understand why you don't want other people using the pool. But 
Hotels are a completely different ball game. So, you know, okay, oh, Steve, yes. Steven, what's your method into getting into a hotel pool when you don't have a room key? It depends. It totally depends. <laughs> uh, if it's an outdoor pool. This is a master an, class if right here. <laughs> if it's an outdoor pool, you just hop that fucking fence. You just get right in and you act like you run... You run the place because then once you're in, you open up the door and then everyone just got in from an open door. So there's really just one, really just one person that has to take the fall for it. But then, you know, if it's an indoor pool, you'd be surprised. You'd be surprised what you could get asking. Yeah. If you you got to be confident. Nicely, you got to be confident. You got to be that. confident. You just got to ask. Yeah. And you can get a lot. Yeah, and these pools have a lot of amenities. If you're living in the woods, and we're not living anywhere that has a, you know, like a... Anything? There's no pit toilets. There's no showers. Hood, hood you're sneaking into one of two, a couple hot tubs in the area. Yeah. That's it. Here and, is the... and you got Trillium Lake this year and last year. Previous years, it is open, but for the most part, you have to hike back the past couple years. Yeah. So That's it's mostly been streams, which are cold, so you don't have the, the same, like, choices. Yeah, so pretty much after the end of the day, you sit in the lot and sweat, and then you swim in a body of water. And then the next mission is to get into a shower of some sort. So yeah. you're either hopping a fence, stopping at a buddy's house. You're doing whatever it takes. And there's a lot of amenities at some of these pools. You hop one fence, you got access to outdoor pool, outdoor Sauna. jacuzzi, three indoor hot tubs, two private bathrooms, free juice. water. Free towels that you might forget to return. Oh, <laughs> oh, perhaps. perhaps. It does not look like Steven has been taking advantage of any free yes. towels. <laughs> yes. Come on, man. Yeah. And that's that's just camp feet. feet that's just camp feet. Uh, it's camp feet. That's you camp feet. Camp feet. I'm They're actually black. <laughs> They're as gray as the shoes that he's got <laughs> on. David's, not David. Steven's feet would be canceled right now for yeah. being frank. <laughs> this, he, <laughs> these are <laughs> Steven's toes. It's are camp feet, man. He's got camp feet. It's camp feet. And then, you know, the daily issue, the the human need of, of water and food. One of those is certainly easier to solve than the other. So water. Water. Wow, this here. is actually really helpful. Yeah. There's a, the local skate park this is has. A class. Yeah, this is, is a master class. Excuse me. <laughs> this is a master class in being a bum at Mammoth right now. Yeah. And uh, the skate park at Mammoth has unlimited water just whenever, you, like, literally whenever you want it. You just show up there. Like a well or something. It's you just guys one have been of those... living in the woods so long that you refer to a water fountain as unlimited water. <laughs> <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, yeah. Anywhere anywhere that offers you something is unlimited. It's... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes, I think we've been showing up to, like, kids' camps, and they're filling up water balloons and shit, and we're bringing over five-gallon jugs. Yeah, my 22-liter thing of water. Yeah. And, uh, and then the issue of food. Now, food in this town is more or less free, <laughs> some may say. Now, there's actual legitimate ways to get it for free. You could... As Steven knows, you could be you could befriend a cashier, and they say they say, "Hey, you know what? Grab yourself a few items. No skin off my back. It's the end of the season. No problem. <laughs> you could happen happen to find somebody's employee pass on the ground, and then you get fifty percent off. You could uh, wait outside pizza places until closing and just say, "Hey, what? Say the line, Steven. What do you got? <laughs> <laughs> or the other one where you just ask more directly." Can I have that? <laughs> and then nine times out of ten, they're like, holy shit, you look like you're down bad. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you can have this slice of pizza. Um, what are some other tried and true methods? You could also just go to the free food store. Yes. 
The free food store. Now, there's two types of free food stores. There's, uh, what's the one that Matt went to? There was one next to the gas station that uh, actually at, had at, like, free sandwiches. Yeah, like at like 5 p.m. every day. Don't even say the name. I won't say the name let of it. it ride. Yeah, we'll let it ride. At 5 p.m. every day, they just, uh, at all of their stock, they're like, it's uh, it's yeah, free. It's, I think some of it's breakfast, so it's a little, little gnarly. It's but a little gnarly. Like, it's it's definitely... They have some sandwiches. You're down bad if that's yeah. like, yo, let's go. I'm, I'm eating for the day. Yeah, <laughs> yo, let's go. A sandwich yeah. that was made 12 but hours it's there. ago is it's free. There. Yeah. It's there. Yeah, so if you're like if you're like us... Obviously, one of our kids, Matt, definitely hit it, because yeah. that's how we found out. Yeah, give an inch, take a mile. He shows that he waits for three hours just in the parking lot, <laughs> and then the second it hits the mark where everything's free, he goes in and takes all of it. <laughs> Beautiful, beautiful experience. They're honestly not even that good in the first place, so like the day later, they're kind of better. Anyways. Those sandwiches were very bad. No. <laughs> I didn't have any. And then there's other establishments that sell food, and then sometimes it's free. And <laughs> we'll leave it at that. We'll leave it at that. And that sell food, but sometimes it's free. <laughs> we'll leave it at that. And I think we'll leave it at that. <laughs> I think we'll leave it at that. So yeah, food is usually an issue tackle. Then you go back to camp and it's just like hood, but at, like, everything is earlier in the day. Cause you stop skiing at noon. Yeah. yeah. So just everything is a lot moved of activities, up. a lot of activities, a lot more activities. And, uh, camp, camp, camp. is just great. Yeah. A lot of, I mean, camp's the yeah. same no matter where Honestly, you go. Honestly, I feel like we've spent more time out of camp than in compared to hood. Then I would say so. I mean, it's just, it's just a luxurious, beautiful Chris experience for here. the fire game. So we, we deeply miss Chris Bechtold. Like, like seriously, that has been brought up many times. Yeah. Um, let's just do roundtable. What's your favorite after camp activity, Siska? My favorite after. Or, excuse camp. me, after skiing activity. My favorite <laughs> after skiing activity. Up to your, up to your channel. Um. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> the community pool. I gotta say. That one community pool. The one, the specific community pool. Which is our favorite community pool. That we can't go to. That we can't go to anymore. Not till next year. <laughs> Not till next year. Or really late tonight. Yeah. Or really late tonight. <laughs> There's no way. Or just going to Vaughn's, honestly. <laughs> oh, my. Dude. Oh, the free food store. <laughs> I've heard of that place. It's crazy it's open 24-7. Yeah, yeah, and it's right there. Like, we're eight minutes maybe to it. So, like, it's way different than Hood. You have to drive so far down the mountain. Yeah. To get the groceries at Hood. Yeah. That's actually yeah, that's a huge factor. Hey, that <laughs> no, nah. we love. <laughs> I I love Thriftway. I love the people there. I love the bathroom where the code is. Zigzag Cafe. Yeah, I love. Zigzag's great. Yeah. I might go to Sandy. Yeah, no, but I mean, Mammoth just has way more stuff downtown. Yeah. Like we went bowling. Yeah. We went out to the bars. We found out it's got a mini copper village. Ryan, what's your favorite after skiing activity that we've done so far? Honestly, it's been going to the lakes, but the main part, I'm not a big drinker, but for some reason, since we started playing trout with our camp, it's really fucking fun. <laughs> so anyone that watches the uh, the Annabelle versus Liv Cole slush game will see the game of trout. Yep. Basic rules, hot line. potato, don't drop the beer. You or drop you, it. Or you shotgun, not just drink. Yeah, there's five rounds of dropping shotgun. it. Loser shotguns it. And that's it. I don't it. drink. I have, like, hood and here. Playing trout is the only time I drink. But it's just fun. Yeah. It's I, so fun. I would say I would say my personal favorite after camp activity, or after skiing activity. Dude, we've been going to June Lake quite a bit. The beach. Yeah, the yeah. beach is... Uh, playing football. Yeah. 
I mean, it doesn't get old, man. It's just like, it's the stuff that like everyone brags about. It's like, oh, you're skiing during the day and then immediately after you're hanging out at the beach. Like, and it's a good temperature. It's a good temperature. Rope swing nearby? Yep. Oh, yep. yeah, the rope swing. The rope swing's sick. I only went once, but it, yeah, that's a good time. Gas station where you could barter? Yeah. That was great. This is a very loose community. Like, like... They love bartering. buying things. Is you is an extremely loose. Operation. If you're getting paid hourly, <laughs> like <laughs> if you're getting paid hourly, it is optional. Yeah. yeah, payment is like payment is certainly optional in this town, like certainly optional. And most people are willing to barter. Like if you have something they want, they're like, I, they're like, I will gladly trade something with you yep. for this item. Chair. Like a camp chair, camp chair. One hit of a vape. Western trading post. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. We just show up to the gas station. We're like. How much is Ethan, this? Ethan needed a chair. I need a chair, and I'm like, "Yo, how yeah, much? How much is this chair?" And he's like, "I." He's like, "I have no idea." <laughs> I'm like, "Okay, perfect. We're starting off on a great foot." <laughs> and it's like, uh, "It's like, all right. Well, would you barter for it?" And he's like, "Just give me a hit of that vape. I'm not gonna say what type of vape it was, and we're straight." <laughs> so he rings. He rings us up. <laughs> takes a hit of the vape, and then and then all of a sudden the number on the screen disappears, and he goes, "You're good." <laughs> and all of a sudden we have a thirty dollar chair at camp <laughs> for no reason. <laughs> yeah, uh, we won't name it because that dude was dope. <laughs> that dude was dope. He was very cool. Um, what else? What else do we do? Nighttime activities. It's just typical. It's just typical camp life after that, really. Trout cooking food, cooking food on the fire, free food on the fire. <laughs> Um, skate park yeah skate park's a big factor that's that's something I haven't been to yet it's been really fun there's been a lot of fucking really dope skaters that have been in town yeah the Vulcan Brothers really skate park sick. yeah, yeah legendary. it's been really sick Dude, Luke rips I did not realize yeah no Luke Luke, yeah. Luke is a part of the snowboard crew shout out Lugnut yeah he's a sick homie yeah. he shreds and there was a bunch of other dudes that he knew that showed up to the skate park one night and it was I just sat there and I was like alright I'm watching yeah, there's no need. There's no need for me to skate right now. Yeah, and then the town is just full of activities at, on the weekend. Yeah, on the weekend, a typical night goes. Honestly, country music might have been my favorite, dude. That was sick. country music was sick. That was sick. Yeah. So, <laughs> so the average weekend out, and that is, was the is, uh, tightest we were probably all yeah. week. We would, uh, you know, you you ski, go grab some food, swim in a body of water, recover a little bit. And then you go out, yeah. and Mammoth has concerts all summer long. And the yes. funniest one was going to the country concert with a bunch of people that are so wealthy they don't have a single callus on their hand. Yeah. But they are certainly wearing cowboy hats. Yep. And they are certainly singing along to every song. It's just a co- it's just country cosplay at that like point. It was good. Be- barely better than like pink cowgirl hats on a bunch of chicks at a bachelor yeah. party in Nashville. Yeah, yeah, it's like that exact. Yeah. It is that yeah, yeah, exact yeah, yeah, vibe. It was like that. It was dope, though. It was right after 4th of July. We were all hyped up. Siska, Canadian, was the most American of all of us. Yeah. <laughs> Dude, they talk a lot of shit about Americans, but 4th of July, they show their true colors. Yeah, they and do. those colors are red, they white, do. and blue. <laughs> and there's no denying that. And but he was I, having a yeah. great time at country night. Yeah, you go to a concert, you see the local community, and then you go to Clock Tower Cellar, and uh, yeah, they me. are extremely yep. strict with IDs. Yep. Like, extremely strict. And we touched on the David episode. If you show up with your birth certificate, you ain't getting in. No. Like, it's got to be... It's got to have your picture and some proof of stuff. Picture, date of birth, height. Yeah. It's got to have it. Height. Yeah. <laughs> but, for it, you could still sneak in there three times, no issue. 
Yeah. Yeah. That was wait, who Matt did that? No, Twan Matt had did the that. birth certificate. Twan snuck in three times and fake Tanner Hall caught him three times. Yeah. Yeah. Fake and one of the Hall. bartenders at Clock Tower is a snowboarder chick. Snowboarder Kiwi chick was in the 2014 Sochi Olympics. What's her name? Do you know her name? Uh, she said it the other night. I can't remember. Uh, she's like, I don't know. She's like, oh, yeah, grew up with Jossie or something. Yeah, Jossie's homie. Jossie, if you're listening, let us know what uh, your homie's name is that's working. She was cool. She's super cool. But uh, she also enforces the rules. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Yeah. She also checks your ID. Crazy. Yeah, crazy. <laughs> <laughs> and then you go to, what's the, what's the name of the bar that I, I still don't know the name of it? Lakanuki. Oh. You've been calling it Tiki Town. But yeah, you yeah. go to Tiki Town after. Like a nuki. Yeah, nothing good happens at Tiki Town. But that's where all the strict bartenders end up at the end of the night. At the end of the night, you see every single person that you had a bad interaction with, the night, <laughs> like an hour leading up to that. And bad no, 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 no. It's actually great. It's always great because they're off the clock. Yeah, so then fake, fake tanners there. The security guards are there. The bartenders are not as loose as the re- people behind the register. Yeah. And uh, but outside of Tiki Town is where you meet the real people of this town. You meet the real dogs. Pat. Well, let's just shout him out. Shout out to Patrick, man. (laughs) Shout out to Patrick. Forty-seven years young. Our dog. And then shout out to the shaman reading us some poetry. He'll pull you away for a moment. Read you some poetry under candlelight. Howl at the moon. The pen is mightier than the sword. He loves that one. I don't know his name, but uh, good folks, real good folks. And then uh, you get back to camp late. Everybody gets back safe. Everybody I don't gets... drink when I'm at clubs. Yeah, I man. only drink when I play trout. Yeah. So I DD. Ryan's DD. <laughs> and uh, then you go back to camp and you just do it all over again. But I got to say, like being at being here for an extended period of time, like you get kind of sick of skiing every day. And that's a very, that's a very... That's Ethan saying that. that no, 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 no. I came in here, like, really looking forward to camp. At this, at this point, I don't at this point, clips, no one is skiing. Was, no I was having a great time. I don't think I missed a day on Hill. You missed a day today. Well, yeah. <laughs> I thought I was leaving today, but... Yeah. We had it's, to do this. Dude, it just gets, it's, it's draining. I don't know. The people that stay, the people that go to, that go to Hood for, like, a month, and then the people that go here for, like, two months... Straight after, it would have been a little much, for sure. I it's definitely a took much. a couple of days after Hood to get freaking yeah, yeah, yeah. back to normal. Um, are we missing anything else notable? There's a hell of pros here, dude. It's kind of cool seeing everybody running around. Yeah, it was sick to see Wallace and Tanner. And Meeks. And Yeah, Meeks. Fuck yeah. That was super sick. Got some Cam in-depth stuff about wine. Oh, oh yeah. Yo, sh- yo, tell them the Cam Riley snag that you got, that notes app snag. The what? Oh, that was actually from Aaron. That wasn't from Cam himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aaron, Aaron, there is a file out there if you guys want. Aaron said that Sean Jordan told him to pass it around. I have a notes that has a link to Vimeo's for every step movie that's out there. So if you want those, DM me. Yeah. I'll send it to you. Ten bucks a pop. But it was sick. <laughs> it was sick to see Shaflin at Hood and then Cam Riley at Mammoth. They are the two elusive people of the step crew because we Yeah. i we've s I see some of them a pretty good amount, but to see them on Hill is like shredding and having fun yeah. too. And to talk to them and like I don't know, that movie Mutiny and just all their other movies are so sick. Yeah. It's cool how cool they are to be like 
yo, you're, I've watched that movie a million times. Yeah. And I'm talking to you and you're just like, oh, let's go like, Cam was like, yo, if you ever come, come stay at my house. I'm just like, dude, I met you. We've talked maybe 10 words and you're already inviting me at your house. Yeah. It's so <laughs> yeah. There's some great cultural exchanges going on in the RV too. Like we're showing the British blokes. Some uh, American ski movies, showing the snowboarders, some great movies, showing the uneducated folks some movies. Yeah. We're, uh, we showed a French-Canadian Talladega Nights. Yeah, that was fun. <laughs> we have some people break it. Their cars are breaking down. If oh, you're living that's like a true thing. bum, you're going to run into car issues. Yeah. There was definitely car problems at Hood. Like flies, and I heard Matt's car broke down, too. I was like, are you yeah. kidding me? At one point in camp, we had two cars that were broken down for about a week at a time. Yeah. Yeah. Windows down, pollen collecting everywhere. That is one thing that's different about Hood and yeah. and Mammoth for sure. Hood, you can definitely get rained out. We had a great last two weeks of Hood. It was sunny. But you do not have the pollen like you do down here. Dude, the pollen's kind of bad. If you have allergies, it might be rough for you. Yeah. But also, like, we got probably three drops of rain the whole time we've been That here. was today, last day. Yeah, last day. And, like, it didn't even last for that long at all. No. It yeah. wouldn't, yeah, you wouldn't even have quenched your thirst off what fell. Yeah. <laughs> so, David, now that you've heard us talk about quite a bit, is there anything that you feel like we've missed about living here in Mammoth that you feel like, like, damn, they've done a lot, but they haven't done this? I mean, it's, <clears throat> you guys are here in the summertime, so it's different, but um, I feel like as far as, like, the culture of Mammoth when they stay open this late, Yeah. Just really, really good energy. I moved here uh, in the wake of the 2018-19 season, and it was, like, just an unforgettable summer. Not that other summers living here haven't been fun, but there's something real special about skiing in the summer, and these fools have just been, like, getting (laughs) after it, having packed days. Um, It's been fun having them in town. And, yeah, I would hype up Mammoth to anyone who wants to live here, as asked previously, but, like, just know that, like, summer or winter that's that's the time so yeah 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 i love it here i told david the other day i might not leave but the camp is sick dude and like the camping situation is sick yeah the scenic loop just has unlimited spots and like it's we're much closer to the mountain it's any degree of privacy that you want as well like you could go super deep and like see no one there's just trails it's sick i have my dirt bike there's a lot of people here with dirt bikes i didn't realize and there's so many good trails there's less magic though like there's something magical about Mount Hood where if you the migration, yeah. the the traveling, the effort, like, yeah, yeah. there's yeah. some sort of magic with Hood. I'm not saying Mammoth doesn't have it. It's just different. Yeah, Mammoth is great just because everything's free. Yeah. <laughs> like, said, dude, we, were, we said this thing yesterday. We were like, um, Mammoth is beautiful, but Hood is magical. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Mammoth so, is beautiful. Hood is magical. Like, yeah. like if you, yeah. I was, gonna, I'm gonna say right now, like. If you gotta choose between one of the two, and like you can only afford one trip, if you're a die, go to Mount Hood. If Mount you're diehard, if yeah. you're diehard, yeah, go to Mount Hood. If you just want a fun vacation of camping, come to Mammoth. Yeah, this might be the best camping trip you could ever take. Yeah, yeah, also most affordable. Mount Hood is like spiritual. <laughs> Mammoth's fun. Yeah, yes, that yeah. is very well. Dude, put. Mammoth yeah. is just so it is, it is so much fun. But you are, even if you are broke as hell you are not slumming it here like no. you could if you are willing to bend the rules you are having a baby ex- you could start a fire here yeah you are having yeah just the plentiful like <laughs> starting a fire hey, here is whoa, so easy yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah but uh Hood, yeah if you're you willing to break it. any rules you could have the time of your life here and just you you'll be sitting in a hot tub looking at the best view you've seen in years potentially and just like damn 
I didn't, I didn't pay a dollar for this view. <laughs> and I'm squeaky clean because I just got out of the shower. <laughs> and I have a free towel. <laughs> um, Freeloaders. Yeah, yeah. This, Ski bombs. It's, um... <laughs> Ethan's diving into the ski bum life, full van life now. Full van life, yeah. We're full. <laughs> yeah. We're full blown van life. Like, I'll try to. I'll try to update the podcast as much as possible about the van life. But like, drove to Reno with my with a mattress on the floor in the van, and then worked in San Diego and flew back to Reno. And then while in Reno, spent hours at a Home Depot parking lot just building building a bed frame, and that made the world's difference, honestly. And uh, yeah, it's just a great learning experience. And maybe we, we can talk about that at length at some point. Once I have a little bit more time under my belt, it's yeah. just you live. You live in a. Once you commit to living in a vehicle, you learn a lot, dude. I'm excited, dude, because I'm such a nerd with this to see yeah. you with this like. Yeah. Yeah, with a sprinter, I'm excited. I'm excited. So nice. To see. Infinite possibilities, and we're we're trying to get Cisco on the. Hey, just do it. Just move in, train. Um. So what's next, Ryan? What's the next adventure that we got planned? We got a lot. We got a lot of work ahead of us. I think. I think there's going to be a lot more working and a lot less playing in our immediate future. Yeah. I think I'll get back to work. It's just sad to think about. <laughs> the last few it's days It's just sad camp, we're be lo- losing everybody. It's like... Oh, yeah. we People yeah. are dropping like flies around here. People leave every yeah. day in droves. We lost Matt. We lost Annabelle. Elias. We lost John. We Annabelle lost Nico. Today. Oh, the Nico. Yeah, we could talk about... Uh, Nico. Yeah, we had a friend just break his face in like a bunch of different places. Three breaks in his face, cheekbone. Basically the story that happened, I don't know if we run over this in the uh, Luke episode, but pretty much what happened is Nico did a cork five, then landed switch on the landing of the jump. Fastest skier all day, going big. Going big. Looking sick. And um, and then a girl from the snowboarding camp decided, hey, I hurt my foot. I'm going to ride across the landing of the jump to ride to safety. And she got even more hurt. And yeah. she elbowed Nico right in the face. They collided. He was going switch. Yeah, he needs two plates in his face now. From what we've heard from people who saw it, we were seconds from seeing it. From what we heard, he they did basically didn't see each other. They were back-to-back. Yeah. So now it is 1-1 with the snowboarders. <laughs> they took one of ours. We beat them a kickball. So in the next few days, we're going to have to figure know, something out. We're going to have to show them what's good. We definitely have a higher total for a number of. <laughs> and I'm, and oh I'm my beat, god! You admitted it. I'm gonna beat. You that, admitted it. I'm gonna beat that. I'm gonna beat that part out. But we're beating them in that regard handily, <laughs> like really handily. Um, so what's the next adventure? American Dream is open year round. That's the only skiing we got after this. Shout out to indoor skiing in New Jersey. Been saving it for the summertime. Yeah, yeah. If you're riding that in like January, you're a freak. Like, you're worse than Matt Lorelli. <laughs> <laughs> like, way worse. Way worse. Um, but I'm actually stoked to check that out. Yeah. It's cool that they have a park. Yeah. Did I'm you gonna... it? No, I haven't. Sick. I almost did this winter because someone invited me, and I was just like, I feel like that's something you just got to do when you can't do it anywhere else. Yeah. When you're just home. Yeah. And, I, yeah, it's a couple hours away from my hometown. Yeah. This might be the first year where I ride all, like, you know, all 12 months. It could be fun. Whoa. No ski checks in the mall. <laughs> it's just going to be cool walking through a mall with your ski shit. Yeah. Because that's or, what people do. every time. And then walking out of like MetLife too. You're just like walking down this <laughs> hot pavement. Have you you been? Yeah. Sick. It's, uh, it's just like... it's. Is it a Mall of America type... Is, what? is it a Mall of America type feeling? 
Have you been there? No, I have not, but it's like a huge fucking mall. Yeah. Dude, they were building this mall for like 25 years or something ridiculous. It better be Jesus. big. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. And I think... uh, It's the most interesting texture of snow like ever. It's just so fake. Is it like East Coast? Like No, it's just man-made snow gotcha. that's like recycled day after day after day because gotcha. it never wow. melts because they just keep the thing in the fridge. This is going to be a first for me. I'm it's excited. Like, it's, like du- it's like skiing on cold dust and then you can't speed check because you'll just like not have speed for the next feature. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah, you know, this it's is... It's pretty o- cheap. This though, is an open invite to anyone. If you're listening to this podcast and you enjoy this podcast, you can just come... Hit me up and we can all hang out. Yep. Fuck it. Who cares, dude? August something. Like, if if you even look at us in a, in a somewhat kind manner at the second mountain, we, we will adopt you into camp at Second week August. Yeah, second week August, pull up. Nothing formal going on. No nope. event. No nope. discounts. Nothing given away. <laughs> <laughs> no, really nobody to really meet of any notable, uh, you know. Nah, we might kidnap you, but like <laughs> you could chill with us, and we'll give I you went a beer. To the mall and all I got was kidnapped <laughs> by Ethan and Ryan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe a t-shirt. <laughs> yeah, um, merch, dude. I think the next move, the next move, we're gonna set in stone, dude. Japan, dude. Japan in February. Japan in February. Yo. We're gonna do it. We're going to do we it. We have to do it now. It's on a podcast. We have to do it now. Oh, shit, my ex. I'll be there. <laughs> Claimed it. I'll be there. I don't give a shit. Fuck. Said you were going to 2P2 the DFD. Yeah. going to do it. Yeah. Helmet rule is in effect for this claim. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so le- no one has put on a helmet in no. fucking ages. No, if no. we don't go to Japan in February, you have to put a helmet on for 24 hours. <laughs> yes. Just wear it around in everyday life. So, I think... Uh, oh, crap. So March 1st, there might be... Yeah. No, there's no helmets going on. We're yeah. going to Japan. Japan in February. Basically, like I've been saying all week, there should be a pride flag for unemployed people. Like, we are the few, the proud, and... We're trying uh, to figure out a symbol or some sort of brand. Yeah, yeah, I got my first tattoo. It's camp. Yeah, we were doing Indo RV tattoos at camp. Shout out Janine. Shout out to Janine. We, have a, we had a tattoo artist. He did not touch a tattoo gun once. Monty! Monty. Funny. He's still here. Oh, yeah, the people... people if you're listening to this one, you've listened to his podcast. Yeah. Direct, direct quote from Monty. His own Monty was like, "Oh, I'm gonna push back the dates, uh, whatever." Like <laughs> explaining why he doesn't need to go to LA sooner and justifying why he's gonna stay in Mammoth. And he just summed it up with like, "All I really need from LA is like Dickie's pants." <laughs> yes. yes. That was it. That was his only hit list before he flies back. I, I didn't want. I didn't want to tell the rest of the camp this, but Monty gave me and Twan a significant amount of clothing just so his luggage was free enough to store dickies into it <laughs> to go back home because apparently they're way more expensive um dude we're running this late it's already 12 30 at night monty. the fire's dead i don't know if we're gonna say goodbye to monty in the morning he's an elusive character but perhaps Wait, what do you after mean? Japan, oh did he go to the house i don't know if he went to a house or he sleeps in a variety of places yeah he's, he did good this he did good this trip for him first yeah. time, well not first time in america but no no he's been here before as we know from the pot. Yeah. First time at camp, First that's for sure. Camp, yeah. Dude, talk about kidnapping him. We like kidnapped him and brainwashed yeah. him and now he is a part of camp. And Elias, our six foot nine friend. Yeah. Shout out to Andre the Giant of the Cut, dude. Yeah. Elias. <laughs> good, dude, good I, guy. I was like, I barely know this guy and he's just like hanging out on my porch. What is going dude, on? Dude, I just dude. had some good interactions with him on hill and he I don't know, it was wild. Kid, yeah. Skin. Yeah. yeah. It was funny. Dude. It happens, man. We're not bad people. We like to have fun. No, but you do kidnap people. <laughs> yeah. No, if we see you on the lift and we like you, we will tell you to like, yo, I don't care who you're hanging out with. Come We're, you, you get added to the group oh, chat. You get the pin. Yeah. You show up or you get a bunch of texts saying how much you suck. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Uh, is there anything we missed, man? It's just been... It's been amazing. It's been so much fun. This crew is unreal. The crew is unreal, man. And, uh... Added new people every day. Yeah, and you just see people come and go, and, uh... It's just lovely. It's really just lovely. And it helps with this podcast, dude. It's crazy. That's the one thing that, like, we were talking about previous years of Hood... We've never had a podcast at camp where you can sit down and listen to somebody for two hours. Yeah, and just learn all about them. Yeah, so it's cool that like our core crew is actually really getting to know each other. It's not just getting drunk around yeah. a fire and talking bullshit. We've been playing games. It's pretty much like, each if, other. like if you're talking, if you're talking, you're starting to tell an interesting story. Yeah. We're like, shut up. Yep. Get it, get in the RV. We're telling this on this. <laughs> yeah, save it for the podcast. Yeah, and then Monty will be like. Oh, I never told you this, but I broke every bone in my face and I have a ton of plates. Or, oh, I and never told you this, know. but I was in an episode of Traveling Circus. I was, I was in like, Jib League. I was in Jib League. Oh, I was in Jib League. Oh, <laughs> what? Monty, what? <laughs> uh, He's awesome. Yeah, so it is... It is, uh, it is into- we got to throw his super unknown up on the TV after this. Oh, yeah, we didn't have good internet then. Yeah, we'll definitely watch Monty Starlink works now. better in Oregon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay, and uh, we talked about the interpretations of the... Uh, of the Accents on the Monty episode. The snowboarders are way worse. They have yeah. a couple Australians they in their crew. One. They have one Australian in their crew now. Two actually. She just showed up late. The second gotcha, one, Bella. Gotcha, gotcha. And um, they will talk in an Australian accent when it's nothing but Americans talking to each other. Yeah, like it's not even like us where we talk like in, like we talk like we're from London Town. We're honestly we're, talking Monty. we're honestly contracting their disease. Yeah, we are. We're starting to. We're really starting to have an Aussie <laughs> accent. But you'll be talking to them. It's like. <laughs> You'll be talking to them, and you don't even really know them, and they'll be having, like, an Australian accent. It's like, dude, I know for a fact that you are from OC. Like, you are not Australian at all. And you're talking to me in an Australian accent right now. It's like, what the hell is going on with these idiots? It's contagious. It yeah, is contagious. It's fun. It is. It's fun. That, That's the problem. All do the yeah. same That's the problem. It's fun. London down, isn't it? <laughs> We've been busting Monty. It's contagious to the point where I was, like, imitating Monty incorrectly. Yeah. 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 Oh, I don't think any of us have, in- have impersonated him correctly once. No, not no. really. Except for twice. I, what is it? Isn't it? In it. In it? In it, like. You really need Monty to do it. It's yeah. Really, yeah. All right, now we're just rambling. Um, yeah, if you missed Mammoth, you missed it, because I don't know if they're ever going to be open July 30th. Ever again. Another decade. <laughs> Another decade. Catch it in 2033. I'm the last of the polar but if you have the opportunity, go to Hood. Can't Come say it Mammoth. enough. Come to Mammoth. But As me. well. Do both. Yeah, you got to do both. Do both. Yeah, you won't regret it. If you're driving from the East Coast, just fucking stay and do both. Yeah, yeah just do both. You really? don't need yeah. a whole lot of money. And the snowboard crew actually has some people that came here and got jobs for for the two, three weeks that they're here. Yeah. So shit's doable around here. You really don't need a lot of money around here. No, there's a guy. There's Just a guy. A there's a guy. A few. <laughs> <laughs> you, who are you? Who are you telling a specific story about? There's. You said there's uh, a guy. No, I was just talking about the dude who's got a 500 gallon water tank. There's people that stay out in these woods for a while. Yeah, it's like, just a thing, and it's cool because it's. I don't know if it's BLM land. I don't know if we can talk about this, but. Oh, it's yeah. been dope. We we have some, you know, safety precautions at camp. There's bears. There's wildlife. We have some guns. Yeah, yeah. I some Canadians and some. Yeah, like you know. Canadians and guns. Everything's yeah. legal. 
Everything's legal. <laughs> Steven's first mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> Canadians and gun. We've researched all the local laws. Well, I think Monty shot his first gun. That was cool. Yeah, I don't know. I may or may not have been here when that happened, depending on the legality of that happening. But yeah. And depending on where we were when we did it. Depending on where we were when we did it, we weren't even... I'm we're just gonna, we weren't anywhere I'll when we did it. I'll just sound lit up about like, having a blast the night before. I'm like, you probably should not have been firing guns over there. I'll just say this. We weren't anywhere when we when we shot those guns. I'm just going to say this. We were not in the state of California with a gun, and we certainly did not fire one in the state of California because we just weren't. Facts. It's as easy as never, that. It just never happened. Yeah. It just never happened. Yeah. Foot of your fiction. Yeah, foot of your fiction. Yeah. All right. That is the end of the recap episode. Thank you for listening. Tune in for more coming up. I love camp. Um, we love camp. We love all our new friends. We if are you, camp. We are camp. If you have someone that you uh, want to hear on the podcast, let us know. If you have somewhere you want us to pull up, let us know. Because we got nothing else better going on. Which is like kind of <laughs> true, kind of not true. Um, camp reunion. Japan, February. Yeah, if you ever want to ski with us, just hit us up, and like, there's a good <laughs> yeah. chance that we will significantly <laughs> rearrange our lives to ski. <laughs> and, uh, and that's all she wrote. Goodbye, folks. <laughs>